Can you imagine, like, you're trying to celebrate Christmas and somebody, some fucker shows up at your doorstep dressed like a goat and is demanding booze? The naughty pucky? much in the low rent category well if you're trying to look like a blue bunny then yeah well that's like automatically low rent <clears throat> i'll have to invest in a better better setup here at some point. i like your lights though well yeah i mean i, I got i like your I, lights i got what i wanted but the quality isn't there you know apparently you can't have cute and quality at the same time yeah, just ask yeah, any one of the Kardashians. <laughs> I don't watch those. I don't watch those bitches. So. I have never. I I laugh about it, but I've never seen. Well, never I seen mean, I, I watch them in parody. Okay, so are we ready? You watch them in parody. I watch them when they make fun of them. You know, when they when they make fun, like when they're on Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. When they're guest hosting. That's when I watch them. Oh, I thought maybe you were saying, well, like, okay, when somebody else makes fun of them. Or when I watch, yeah, when I watch when someone's making fun of them or when when um, they are, I don't know, on TMZ or something. And it's like, what the hell? I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean... I, I mean, I, it bothers me a little bit that I've, like, spent most of my life studying for various topics and have trying to climb the corporate ladder in my work. And some bitch makes a lip gloss and is a millionaire. That's mm, kind pretty of sure it started out that she had a track star for a... I, I don't think you I can go say, into detail. No, no, but I mean, it was just, it's kind of, it's, it, it's, it's, it's related to Montezuma being involved, but it had, had nothing to do with going somewhere and drinking the water. Are you trying to get that glass in the most difficult way possible? <laughs> you don't reach around the microphone. You go through the cable. Sorry, sorry. Oh my why, God. Don't you, why don't you return oh to talking God. about your Montezuma's revenge that, that, was, that was kept the us best. from podcasting? That was the best. She reaches through the, between the cable and the microphone stand to grab her drink. So it's whatever, either, whatever. It's okay, either it's either uh, a Rorschach IQ test. Or you really wanted that drink back. I did. I wanted it. <laughs> Nothing was going to stand in front of you. I don't know why I was doing that. And well, anyway, it's uh, we are finally getting to our holiday special. You know, we this is two weeks now. It's going on two weeks. That's since my fault because I was puking and pooping. Sorry. We, uh, we were literally sitting down to podcast and Scott got sick and we need to say no more. And then, unfortunately, we got hit by a massive blizzard this past week that has prevented us from leaving our homes for four days and and uh, so here we are though we're excited tonight we're going to talk about various things first thing on the agenda though it's a threefer well it's yeah the, it's the it's our holiday special. it's our holiday special we're going to talk we're going to have a trifecta of goodness but before we get going on um, the things we've been watching we're going to talk about mountain dew fruit quake which and is not a 
the seasonal holiday They're not drink. sponsoring us. Nancy not, is. No, they're not sponsoring us. But Cracking the bottle. But I've had this fruit quake in Scott's fridge for about two weeks. I'm going to crack it we were getting for ready the to, sound effect. Here we go. We were getting ready. <laughs> sound we oh, dang. It didn't really have a good sound effect. That's kind of a bummer. It's okay. Mountain Dew. It's Mountain Dew. Okay. So I'm going to smell and describe it first. Please do. Okay. <laughs> it's got a bit of a spicy smell. Kind of spicy, fruity smell, which, I mean, makes sense because it's called Fruit Quake. It's got a red, it's got a, like a reddish-orange color tinge to it here. But, I mean, it doesn't look, doesn't look gross. I mean, it kind of looks brown through the bottle, but it has like a bit of a reddish, a burnt sienna. Burnt sienna, that's burnt what sienna. we're going to go with. So it's not it's brown a, like your last... <laughs> no, your colon sample Quit that you brought with us. <laughs> Keep t- yeah, you're the one that's got your, Montezuma's revenge. Your colonoscopy sample no, was separating. I didn't have a colonoscopy. You did. You did. <laughs> Quit deflecting. Okay, I'm not deflecting. So Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. We are both Scott and I are going to sample it right now, and we're going to give you our opinion, our immediate opinion. Well, it smells like. Oh. Oh my god, this is amazing! I, didn't taste I love like it. Ass, actually, no. Ass tastes better than that. I love it. It tastes like strawberry Mountain Dew. It's good. It's really good. Okay, this this is this is. I'm impressed. I've heard so many bad things about Fruit Quake, but this is good. It tastes. I'm gonna mm. go with the bad things. Mm. I'm gonna say it's bad. Don't like it. Oh, I really like it. <laughs> This won't stop. I uh, I totally I gotta tell you. I do what not was like that? It. What I was, do not what like was it. going on with that thing there? You don't like it. Why don't you like it? It tastes good. It's like fruit. I don't think it tastes good at all. It's just so sweet. Well, it's Mountain Dew. That was a stupid fucking thing. I mean, let's look at the carb count in here. Seventy two grams total sugar. Seventy two grams of sugar. What? Oh, okay. It, it, it's it was. I opened up a web browser and started fucking playing. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, no, okay. It's good. It's coming through the fruit quake part. Well, so I, let's just say, okay, so Scott doesn't like fruit quake. I do. I'm surprised I do. I was expecting to hate this thing, but now I'm like, oh man, okay. It's just overly sweet. I'm going to finish this bottle and then I'll never have to have it again. But here's the deal. Let's talk about just fruit cake in general. Are you a fan of fruit cake in general? See, I love it. Really? I grew up on fruitcake. We used to get <laughs> so every, every single year. For as long as I can remember as a child, my family got sent a fruitcake from Texas, from the Collins Street Bakery, and they are known for their Why pecans. Why did Texas hate you so badly? And it's an amazing, it's an amazing fruitcake. And I grew up liking fruitcake, which a lot of people don't. See, the thing so. was, it, was it a real fruitcake or was it, there are variations I have learned of holiday cakes that contain fruit. Oh, yeah. That right. aren't necessarily what we here may think of mm-hmm. when you hear fruitcake. So this because was you think of these around here. Somebody says fruit cake, and you kind of think of this real dense block. Yeah, yeah, that probably seemed like it was gelatinous at one time, and was just this whatever dried cherries and, and nuts and everything and is pineapple. just you hit it right, you hit it right in the head when you said block. Yeah, it's block. And, but there are other ones that are out there that are actually like light 
and cakey and all that kind of stuff with the same type of fruit medleys and whatnot in there that are actually look pretty good. But yeah. like the block style one that I remember growing up and seeing like, you know, drunk uncles and drunk uncles. all that kind of stuff <laughs> having for whatever reason. Yeah, no. That's, well, so I will only... So what was the one like that you guys got? The one that I have comes from the Collins Street Bakery in Corsicana, Texas, mm-hmm. and it is high on nut content. But I mean... Wh- <laughs> high on pecans. Yeah. Well, quite a few of us are high on nut well, content. But what kind of... Which, which direction was it? Was it like that the, heavy block The heavy, thing? dense block. And it comes in a circle. It comes in a tin. It's like a circle. So there's well, a... That, that's common too, though. There's an, yeah, right, right. Kind of like a like a cookie tin almost. Mm-hmm. But I've also had a panettone cake, which is That's, sometimes considered fruit cake, and it was terrible. It was dry. They dry, actually have dry, some dry. of those at Costco. I just saw. Oh, them. you can get them all over. Like TJ Maxx sells them. Ross. I mean, any any place. All, all your high quality upper upper tier <laughs> retail outlets. <laughs> well, hey, let's face it. TJ around Maxx. here, we don't exactly have Bloomingdale's. I don't know. You know. well, I would, our, our good stores went bankrupt a long time ago. Yeah, we don't got nothing. And they now. actually did go bankrupt, bankrupt, like Dayton's and all that kind of stuff. Right. They're gone. Right, they're gone. But you so. know what? I would. They were fun to walk through, but you could never buy anything. Why? Well, I mean, it was always overpriced. The stuff was always overpriced. And I remember going to Dayton's. The one thing I, I bought, I had to hide it from like, my parents. I was in high school. Especially my nosy mother. Sorry, Mom, if you've ever listened to this. Remind me not to have this be the one episode that I talk you into listening to. Because I, I bought some cologne. Hey, and no, it was, I can't careful. remember what it was, but it was like $40 for the bottle. And I couldn't believe that I blew $40 on a bottle of cologne because that was, you know, spendy. It was Dayton's. Yeah. Well, I good for you for being able to afford something there. I never was. No, so. I put it on a Dayton's credit card. I probably never oh, paid off. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but you know what? Nowadays, give me Kohl's, man. I'm happy with Kohl's. Can get all the same jeans and yeah, sh- shirts and pants and. I was a Herberger's girl. <laughs> oh God, my uncle! My uncle ran Herberger's here. Oh well. Did you work there or did you? Just no, like I just liked Herberger's. I oh, shopped there. It's like all, all the old lady clothes. Well, you know, I'm kind I, of an old lady. I, I guess. worked there for a while. Oh. I steamed the clothes and put them out on the racks. I miss Herberger's. It was a great place. They had good sales, a lot of good purses, shoes. Yeah, they were bought by profits and then went bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah, sad situation. Well, a lot. I'll take the, even though I'm not a huge fan corporate-wise. Oh, good Lord. Wow. I'll take the uh, the, uh, Chick-fil-A that's in that parking lot over Herberger's. Good Lord. Wow. I'll take the... uh, the uh, Chick-fil-A that's in that parking lot over Herberger's now. Okay. And now they're opening, now they're opening so up a bump, a new bump and tilt. Oh, yeah. Where, where Herberger's was is going to be an arcade now. That's yeah, great, Yeah, because it's though. 2022. It's time for fucking video <laughs> arcades and bumper cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy, in my are hometown, we on the forefront of uh, we had, living. We had bump and tilt, and it was great. I yeah, love nineteen eighty. Yeah, it was kind of in the it was kind of in the nineties too. It kind of came. It ended in the nineties, but it was yeah, it was that definitely was an eighties start. Roller rinks, arcades, right. right? All that was stuff was fun. Should have stuck around. Well, anyway, we've uh, we've experimented with the fruitcake, and it looks like now it's time to talk about. Did you say fruitcake or fruitcake? Fruitcake. I said okay, the fruit. Well, I'm we talked checking. about fruit quake and fruit. I'm just cake, checking. You said so. we've experimented. Oops. 
Christmas time. It's Christmas time. <laughs> I've got your top 100 Christmas songs, which whatever one you want, I'll dial it in. Now, let's try to avoid Wham. It wasn't Wham. I know it was. I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was. That was fun, though. Okay. It was Last Christmas. Well, that's Mariah Carey, then, wasn't it? Isn't it? Well, it can't all be. I don't know. It just says Last Christmas. I hope they're not all. I can't stand Mariah Carey. Why? I mean. Ugh, God. Okay. She insists upon herself. Let me guess. You're like you. you you're going to dial up like Jules Christmas favorites. I don't want to shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not even a real, real celeb, celebrator of Christmas. Well, I don't want to kill myself over it for a while. Let's. That brings up a good, good question. What is your favorite holiday song? Like that they're playing right now, they're blasting it all the time. Well, I don't have one because number one, I'm an atheist, so I don't really. I mean, I like. I'll, there are some that I'll like tap my toe to just because they're kind of cool. But not that I'm into because of it's like a Christmas holiday song. Well, even if you're an atheist, you can't get away from Christmas music. It's everywhere. It starts the day after Halloween. It starts November. 1st. I just I don't listen to local radio for starters, and I don't turn to the the Christmas channel on satellite radio either. But oh, yeah. I would have to I'd have to think about it because there are there are some good songs that are out there that don't seem like super Christmassy. Any any Christmas song that doesn't talk about Christ. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Because there's there are Christmas songs that are just out there that talk about, you know, feeling good and happy with the family and all that sure. kind of mumbo jumbo. I'm fine with those. So I like so. I like band aids. Do they know it's Christmas? That that song that really? was like a huge fundraiser. I know the one you're talking about. 80s. That's my absolute favorite. Really. Yeah, all these and then, years. And then for religious traditionals, I like Joy to the World. And recently, Lindsey Sterling does a version of Joy to the World that's absolutely amazing. So, but you're still stuck on Joy to the World. Y- yeah. But, I don't know what to do with it. And I don't know who Lindsey Sterling is. Oh, that doesn't she's, matter. She's, uh, she's a violinist. Electric violin. It's really cool. So she's like Mannheim steamroller stuff. A little bit, yeah. She's really? awesome. Can't stand yeah. them. Oh my god, what? <laughs> it's just because they're overdone. Okay. Like every, you know, I think it's because they don't. They play them like in every like shopping mall and everything. It's always Mannheim steamrollers. Or you know, the Trans Siberian Orchestra. You can't uh, even too mixed I know. Up. But careful, you're gonna p- don't piss off all the trans people. Oh no. Okay. Oh, but a bump. Okay, that deserves <laughs> the. There we go. Oh, no. Guess I still haven't. haven't oh, yeah, now, <laughs> still... now people are going to listen to us and say that you want us to exterminate the trans no, people. And That's for what the they're going to hear. Eighteenth time, those are still preloaded from our doctor. That special. is not what we're going for here. Know. We're talking about the Trans Siberian Orchestra and Elon Musk getting all uppity on Twitter the other day, and he has a trans daughter, and he was spouting off a bunch of anti-trans stuff. Well. Elon Musk is burning it, was, it down left and right. Let's not even get started with that. Uh, that. We'll have Elon Musk I'm going to say, let's not even get started with that fucker, because I don't like him. I can't stand him either. Yeah. I would, I mean, just be, he's, because he's such an uppity prick, I would never buy one of his yeah, cars. Yeah, they were so funny. They were interviewing a man <sighs> the other day about buying an electric car, and he's like, nobody wants a Tesla. <laughs> He, he's going to make damn sure that nobody wants a Tesla. Yeah, well, I mean, it's too expensive, first of all. Well, and, and everybody else is finally playing catch-up, and they're, the catch-up is lowering the prices. Yeah. 
So I, I, I can get a, I can get, I can finally get a fucking Jeep Grand Cherokee. That's a plug-in hybrid. So like mine, like mine, I could, but I could plug that sucker in. And as much as I drive around town, I would never put any gas in it during the week. I wouldn't have to worry about gassing it up until I hit the road. Well, Full size SUV. Well, no, but I'm saying that's the way it's evolved. Finally, you know, yeah. Ford F one fifty pickups and no, all I that know kind of stuff. Ford's is Ford's right on it, but some people are still angry that there's electric cars even existing. Can you imagine they're angry? There, there were there were there were some assholes that got bent out of shape because uh, what's the what's the uh, butter churn restaurant? Butter? You mean Cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel, <laughs> because because well because it's got a butter churn on <laughs> yeah, the thing. Okay. Because Cracker Barrel started offering. Um, meatless options, oh, for, like yeah. the, like the breakfast sausage, right. like Impossible yep. sausage or whatever. And there were people that went batshit crazy. I'm never going there again. You're forcing us into blah blah blah. They added it as a fucking option to the menu. Is all nobody's they did. force. Oh my god! And you know what? You know what? The That's thing what, is, these are these fuckers from. Well, I'm not going to say it. That must be why Cracker Barrel is now serving booze to make those people happy. They're like, well, no, oh, they don't need to be drunk. Well, that's they like sticking them on a fucking airplane. You can get them. You can get all kinds of alcohol now at Cracker Barrel. I think that's weird. I mean, God it's forbid, a family restaurant giving family somebody restaurant. an option, a meatless option. Oh yeah, that's just over the. You can still order your heart clogging sausage. I'm right there with you with my fucking bacon, buddy. You know. <laughs> But, you know, you might one day, you know, be in there on a Monday doing a meatless Monday thing. And, well, let's you know. see, because everything has to be connected to politics. If you choose to be vegetarian, obviously uh, you must be a lib. A Christ, lib, Christ old. Right? Christ and a cracker. Oh. Yeah, no, you're absolutely, no, you're right. No, I think we want to keep this light and happy. It's the holiday I mean, special. We, have, we have so far. I mean, so, no. Uh, first of all, I asked you about your favorite song and you burned it down. So let's see how you handle this one. What is what is your favorite? Okay, there's two types of holiday. See, you TV haven't. See, you're putting me on the spot. I haven't had a chance to research. I, this any is of why this is fun. So, two types of holiday Christmas specials. You have your animated version, choice one of animated, and choice two of regular movie. So, go. What's your favorite holiday movie and holiday animated show? It's good. It, um. My fa- my favorite one would have to be <laughs> I can't remember what it was it was the animated Mad TV special for Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, but it wasn't Rudolph. It was I can't remember what it was called, oh. but it was on Mad TV. Oh, okay, all right. It's kind of so it was like a parody. Yeah, you remember you remember the app Rudolph that was the an- the wasn't animated, but it was the stop motion one. Yeah, that we the, grew clay- up the claymation. Well, it was well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't yeah, claymation. It was claymation. Well, it was stop motion. There was no clay about it. They were fuzzy characters, so they weren't They're clay. Not clay? No. Oh, damn. Claymation okay. is done with clay. I guess they stop were puppets. Motion, stop motion. They weren't puppets either. Stop motion is stop motion. They take a snap, they move it a little bit. They take a snap, move it a little bit. Take were a they snap. marionettes? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I remember I remember something about the puppets the the Rudolph puppets were lost in a garbage and somebody took them out of the garbage and held them for years and a good thing someone was a dumpster diver and saved those little shits. Oh my god, you were terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> raging, oh it was raging this Rudolph. looks like, oh no, oh it was Raging no. Rudolph. You've never seen Raging Rudolph? No, I've never seen Raging Rudolph, but it's, what I'm looking this, at now looks this like it's Raging disturbing. Rudolph is the best because it was, it's, it's a spoof of, we all, we all remember the, the stop motion one. And it yeah. has like the, the the Santa Claus or the Snowman, excuse me, the Snowman that narrates the stories. Burl Ives yeah, that narrates it's Burl the, Ives. that it's narrates great. the, yeah. So yeah, this so this is this is raising, raising Rudolph. <laughs> we won't we will watch it, but he's like that. There he is. There. Budget congealing. Hey, what's so freaking important? You interrupted my congealing. <laughs> what? You don't know the story of Rudolph? <laughs> I'll pull up an ice pick, I mean an, an ice, ice block, and I'll tell you everything. <laughs> well, not everything. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a ping pong ball with a marker that's been sharpened on there. Well, this was Mad TV. I'm sure they didn't put a whole lot of. As far I'm back sure they didn't put a whole lot of production in there. Santa's made reindeer. Ah, you'll like never be one of Santa's deer. Santa's. There was this only one problem. It's a raid. Hey, Frankie, look. It's a raid. The cops are here. <laughs> You'll never be in Santa's Never be in Santa's game. And they beat the shit out of him. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. There's blood in the snow. There's blood. Oh, jeez. He's in like a neck brace. It is, uh, it's the it's oh I've never raging Rudolph Mad Rudolph. TV. I've never in my life oh, seen that. It's freaking hilarious. So that is my favorite. <laughs> uh, well, oh God, uh, you know I'm not sure I can top that. Um, oh, I mean, I, I mean, I gotta, I gotta say that the, you know, what we went to, our, our holiday movie was pretty oh, good yeah. though. Yeah. So okay, if that so, counts, because right, I'm right. sorry. Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. Well, right. And it isn't. You're right. Everybody thinks it is. It takes but. place at Christmas. That doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie. So I would say my favorite animated... Did I ask you? No. It was my <laughs> turn, though. What's your favorite? can't talk about Raging Rudolph much longer or they'll sue us I, for a copyright infringement. Well, Mad TV's not even around anymore. Well, somebody <laughs> from the depths of hell will come out and sue us. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so here's my deal. Speaking of I, of I don't like a lot of the animated Christmas specials. Uh, for some reason, a lot of them, they make me really sad. But I do like uh, the Peanuts Christmas, you know, with Charlie Brown. That's about and, the saddest. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, it's 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 just got such good heart. And it's got that amazing music, you know, the amazing Well, that's just the Peanuts theme song. It's in every one of the Peanuts episodes. It is? Yeah, that's the that's that's just the Peanuts theme song. What? Are you fucking kidding me? You had no idea. No. Oh my god. Stop ruining shit for me. That's all you do. All you do is ruin shit. The truth shall set you free. No, it's not in. It's not in the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Sure it is. No. No. Absolutely it is. It's not. Uh uh. Yep, sure is. Christmas movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm like totally. Oh. Well. There it is. <laughs> well, damn. Okay. I didn't this know is that. the one thing I've always wanted to learn to play on the piano. I didn't know that. I've always thought it'd be cool to play. Okay. Well, what the hell? I always thought it was just in the Christmas. <laughs> Wait, it's the theme. <laughs> oh, damn. 
Yeah. It's been around like longer than either uh, of us have been. Okay. Well, all right. So next. Next. <laughs> so then my favorite. What, what's your next one? I my can favorite ruin for non-anime you. Non-animated movie is a Christmas story. There. All right. Have you seen the new one? Have I seen the new what? Christmas story. Oh, the like the sequel. Just came out this year. I haven't seen it yet. They, no. they tried to do a really shitty sequel back in the... It was literally called Christmas Story 2. Uh-huh. Completely different cast. None of the same characters. I don't know what the deal was. I didn't even know it had come out. I did not know it came out until, boom, up on my HBO menu, pops a Christmas Story Christmas. Mm-hmm. Just came out this year, first year. All the same cast. Grown up. Same actors. Yeah. Just not the, the dad, because he's deceased. Oh, yeah. And then the mom, right. she's just, she's retired from acting. She's like almost 90. So they, they actually have the gal who was in Airplane. <laughs> that was the girlfriend. Oh, The stewardess. Okay. Yeah, okay. She's Funny. older now, and so she played the mom. But other than that, Ralphie, his brother... All the kids in the neighborhood and everything, exact same characters. Scott Farkas? Is Scott uh, yeah, Farkas he there? Is, oh, he my is, God. Yes. He had yellow eyes. Yeah, yeah, he had there. yellow eyes. And it was, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you liked the Christmas story. Yeah, I did. You'll like this. It has oh. the exact, it has the same tone oh, and wow. feel. It just has that. that same feeling to it. You know how it just had a, and then there were there always the little, there was the inner monologue always going on, but the inner monologue was the adult version of him doing that. Yeah, that sounds fun. You'll, I, you'll I'm love definitely going to watch that. Uh, I laughed. I mean, the first time I, I saw A Christmas Story, I literally wet my pants. I laughed so Did hard. you really? Yes, I did. That's That's I, been a family, for us, that was a family Yep. It was always um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We always watched on Thanksgiving. Yep. And then Christmas Story, we always watch at Christmas time. Yeah. Every and year. And I, I will give an honorable mention to Elf because I like I like. I've Elf never seen it. Oh, what? Oh, you have to. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. I just have I never like seen Elf. it. I, I mean, like I know, Elf. you know, I obviously know the movie and everything. But, right, right. But yeah, I just never, never saw it. <laughs> Christmas Story Christmas. There you go. So... So, with that being said, let's segue into our first our first of three uh, holiday specials that we watched for this podcast. And the first one being Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It was better than the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> oh, I did not see the Star Wars holidays. The, oh, the original, so the Star Wars Christmas special that yeah. everyone laughs at. Yeah, that they put on TV oh, and everything. Yeah, I've and it never was, seen that. Oh, God, it was like mm. Chewbacca's family and... <laughs> Seriously, he's like he's got like a wife wearing an apron and shit. No. Oh my god, no. it is so bad. That's awful. Oh, that it sounds is. awful. Because oh. you know how do we extract? This is one good thing that the the Guardians of the Galaxy special did is how do we extrapolate Christmas to aliens? We really shouldn't be doing that. We shouldn't be. doing We shouldn't that? be doing that. I mean, aliens they, are not going to have the same they, customs as us. Well, no, of course not. No, but I bet but they in, did in the Star Wars holiday special. You know, I'm trying to remember. It was so terrible. You know, I mean, it's kind of like being sexually assaulted. You kind of get it out of your mind. Oh, no. Don't talk about that. I'm trying to get ratings up. It's it's sweeps week. <laughs> wow. Okay. Whatever. Ignore what he just said. But, okay. It's kind of like any bad experience you have. We'll put, the, we'll put this version of it in. 
where you put it to the back of your mind and never want to think about it again. Well, okay. Yeah, I never saw the the Star Wars special, but I did see Guardians of the Galaxy, and I thought it was pretty good. What did you think? I well, You want to talk to how do you get Christmas to a bunch of aliens? They did it in a pretty good way. They it had, did. Because they had still had no the the stuff. Not a movie, but episode, it was like a long episode. Yeah, it was TV like episode. an hour. And it, they still really had no idea what Christmas was all about. Well, I guess, you know, it's, you know, Kumbaya and all that kind of stuff. But well, they did it not because of what Christmas was, but because what's-his-name was sad because he wasn't doing Christmas. You know right. what I mean? They wanted to make, um, what's-his-name? I keep wanting to say Flynn, but that's not it. I have no idea. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's not doing the movie anymore. <laughs> no, I liked him. Um, what's his What's his actor's name? Can't remember his name. Super duper. Is it Quill? Quill? Quinn? Quill? Quinn. Yeah, yeah. So his character, he's the one that was sad because Earth. You know, he doesn't get to experience Christmas in space, and yeah, he's got a spaceship. Yeah. So all he's got to do is get in, kick the kickstand yeah, up, right? Point that, it in the right direction and go. You you just nailed it because it's like if he wants sure, to experience Christmas, he could just pop down to Earth because Drax and Mantis did. They just fly down to Earth whenever they want. They got a cloaking device. He's got to have some cousins or something running around. Yeah. Good grief. And, and I know, you know what? You just totally ruined it. They had this amazing holiday <laughs> special, but at all times, and I think it's Quill, not Quinn. At all times, he was he's able to just pop down to Earth. Absolutely. He's just able to pop down to Earth. So, so um, but, you know, Kevin Bacon is in this, and he brings the fun. I, I think Kevin Bacon really helped this. It would have It would have sucked. Right. If, if, Ke- I mean, if Kevin Bacon hadn't been in it. If it hadn't been Ke- Kevin Bacon, it would have to have been some other, like, 80s icon. Um, I mean, I agree with you. They, they had to have somebody in there because yeah. they kind of did the heavy lifting. Bacon did yeah. the lifting. Bacon did the heavy lifting. And to the the thing with Bacon was because, I believe, from the other movies, you know, he was always talking about Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So Ooh, uh, we also noted, the two of us noted, that the Groot... Groot character was not CGI. Peter, that's right, Peter. Peter Quill, yeah, I was right for once. Wow, and it's Christopher Pratt playing Peter Quill. Uh, so Groot... Chris, there's no Christopher there, it's just Chris. Chris Pratt, okay, whatever. So uh, the Groot character was not CGI. It was like a costumed actor as Groot, and it looked terrible. That was hard to watch, that... That was the only downside of that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Was Groot? Was Groot, yeah. Because it just looked ridiculous. I mean, even the talking dog <laughs> looked better than Groot. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> I don't know his name. Astro. I think it's Astro. Astro, yeah, yeah. But um, I'll say this. This is funny. So I, I like Big Lots. It's my favorite store. And I was shopping around at Big Lots recently and i was in the toy aisle and i found a guardians of the galaxy holiday special lego set and so i pulled it down and i looked at it and it looked absolutely nothing like the holiday special in fact for a long time i was trying to figure out what it looked like and i realized it looked like the set of deal or no deal well but it might not have been Associated with the holiday special TV show. Hey, it might have just said been. on the box Lego Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special Edition. No, I understand that. But what I'm saying is it might have just been their generic 
holiday special edition. It might not have been meant to be tied to the show. But it didn't look like a holiday anything. It looked like the the setup deal or no deal. And, and then it just had like the characters. What a bunch of anorexic chicks with a bunch of briefcases. Well, they had a background that looked like... Um, well, yeah, it looked like... Then it, prob- oh. then it probably most definitely wasn't tied to the TV show. It was strange. And I, I was going to buy it. I was actually going to buy it as a gag gift. And then uh, I thought, nope, it don't look like the holiday special at all. It looks dumb. Yeah, we know how good your luck is with games and whatnot. Well, and, yeah. Or Wakanda. Was did like, you get your Wakanda for everything to ever work? I actually, I did. I got the, the Wakanda Forever Popcorn Bucket. Lights up. It's great. No, I'm talking about the little the little thing that people uh, put no, on your phone that you're supposed no, to get going. No, I realized I couldn't make that work because it in I four minutes. <laughs> I don't have an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. Oh, is that what it's about? The problem is I don't have an iPhone. Anyway, so should we move on from Guardians of the Galaxy? Are ready to? Would you give on? it a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a thumbs sideways? Just overall, it was fun. It was fun. I like the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. I thought it was great. I mean, Batista. Who doesn't like Batista? Gosh, that's okay. funny. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, excuse me. I have like a moment. I forgot about him. He was fucking hilarious. He's, I love his character. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm no. a funny looking man. <laughs> no, I mean, he's. Why, why, do you, why do you get your man and I don't get my funny looking man? <laughs> it's a candy game. <laughs> everybody in the Guardians of the Galaxy world has nailed their character so well. They just have. I, I'm, I'm going to have to agree. I mean, I can't disagree with you because I didn't know anything about it going into the movies. But if he could, he would, right? <laughs> no, I'm saying I never like read comics or anything is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. And so only knowing it from the movies. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it's pretty damn good. It was, it was good. It was fun. It was, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, if you want something different, check it out. You like Guardians of the Galaxy. And if you have Disney Plus. Right. Well, how about Spirited? Let's move on to Spirited. Okay. I've got a whole bunch of stuff for Spirited, so get Uh-oh. ready, get ready. So we start with which which direction uh, are we going when we go in there? Well, okay. Let's first let's talk about. We're we doing a tomato briefly, meter or anything. Let's talk about the history of Christmas Carol because Spirited Spirited is pretty much loosely based on a Christmas Carol, but it's. See, I would say it's in the same universe. Since everything's a universe nowadays, right? Marvel Universe, DC Universe. I would say it's in the same universe as A Christmas Carol. But it's not The Christmas Carol Story. Right. Well, but it isn't. But they have different names, but they're archetypes. No, but it's still, but it's not The Christmas Carol Story. It's It's, loosely based on it. But it's not, (laughs) it's not The Christmas Carol Story. I mean, it's not the ghosts coming to see Ebenezer Scrooge. From past and present and future, because they're 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 not visiting Scrooge. Right. Okay. Okay. Well. Well. This is, if anything, this would be a sequel. I would I would say this would be a sequel to a Christmas story. Yeah, I would say that a very far in the future sequel. Well, because who's the the yeah, main character? Well, we I don't find know if out. we want to spoil that for people. Oh, that, well, we'll get you know. Know. Okay. Well, we'll stop. Well, no, I'm not going to sit here and talk about something and not talk about it. You know what I mean? Okay, so, so spoilers. We'll say spoilers. Spoilers we'll if you haven't you, we'll seen Spirited by five, now. Five, four, three, two, one. The main story, main character Scrooge. <laughs> well, Farrell is Scrooge! <laughs> yeah, and see, I did not see that coming. I didn't either because he sets himself up as the ghost at Christmas 
present. Yes. And so Chris he is the current. So he, but he is the current ghost yeah. of prison. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we're going to Best Buy. Whoever's wearing the blue vest at the time is the one you end up talking to. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so what's your favorite version of a Christmas Carol? Do you have a favorite version? Have you watched other versions? Um. I'm trying to think. There was the one when I was a kid. There was the one that was always, that always ran on TV and scared the shit out of me. Oh, and, and I know what you're talking about, too. And that's probably the one that I always think of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then there's some cartoon ones that are just kind of stupid or animated yeah. ones that are stupid. Yeah. So the one that always ran when I was when we were kids, because back then they didn't care about scaring the shit out of kids. No. They I mean, didn't. that was actually yep. part of the plan, honestly. Yep. Um, uh I mean, I that was the one that always seems to come to mind. But I got to tell you, this one was it was it was fun because I mean, some of the good day or good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. No, it was good a afternoon. Good song. I yeah, was just like, was I was like, I, I can get behind this. I can get. You know behind what I mean? This. Here's the fun. deal. I think as soon as I heard it was a musical, I kind of groaned. I was kind of like, oh, because I like musicals, but not really movies. But musicals. they make it very meta because even yeah, the characters inside inside are like, oh, do not fucking start singing again. Do no, not start singing meta. again. And uh, we'll talk about more of that later but i think you're referring to the george c scott 1984 version of a christmas carol mm, no um, it would be before that really because mm-hmm. my favorite version of a christmas carol has this one is this one that was on tv all the time because edward woodward the the equalizer from oh, the 80s God was don't. christmas present yeah, no, no this is no. a different one mm-hmm. were you are you watching a black and white version of a christmas carol you know, there was color television in the 70s. <laughs> okay, well, um, are you thinking of the one? See, the one I'm talking about has those creepy kids that are under the ghost of Christmas presents robes, and they're called Ignorance and Want, and they're just super creepy. No. Yeah. How about Scrooged with Bill Murray? Never saw it. Really? What? Because I thought it looked dumb as all hell. It is not dumb. That's actually good. That's a good version. Now, while you're looking, I don't know what you're searching for here, but I want to talk to the the audience about the worst version of A Christmas Carol I ever saw. It's very modern. It was an FX miniseries done in 2021 with Guy Pearce and Andy Serkis, which is kind of cool. But they portray Scrooge as really young, and they go into why the reason why he's actually Scrooge is because he is a childhood trauma survivor. It's like he was sexually abused by a headmaster Good at his Lord. school. Yes, and he was emotionally abused by his father. And literally, like Mrs. Cratchit offers up her body, like to Scrooge, like she offers to prostitute herself to Scrooge to t- save Tiny Tim. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? No lie, what kind of crap are you watching? Well, it's this FX version. It's totally dark. Okay, you pulled it up. Oh, is that? I don't know if this is it or not. Oh. This is BBC's. A BBC, a British, a British version of A Christmas Carol. Well, it is Charles Dickens. I don't. I don't think this is it. I don't think this is it. But well, yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's just it's it's. I just remembered. No, it had nothing to do with any '80s, you know, TV show people. Right. So, um, so I promised. I promised Scott that I was going to give him some Christmas. Uh, Dickens trivia. So we're going to do some Dickens trivia. You're going to do a throwdown. 
Yeah, we're going to do some trivia here. Let's see. Okay. First question. When did Dickens write A Christmas Carol? What year? 1884. 1843. That's close. How many kids did Charles Dickens have? 106. Oh, jeez. He had five. Might as well be 106. But that's one of the reasons why he wrote A Christmas Carol, because he was poor. And he was worried about kids and ki- child labor. So how many copies of A Christmas Carol were sold in the first week? Because it was a super big hit. Five. Five? Like five as in one, two, three, four, five? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No. Eleven, twelve. Yeah. Yeah. What's that from? It's from uh, uh, Electric Company. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, he sold 6,000 copies in the first week. It was a super big hit. Uh, so... But you got to remember, he had five thousand kids. He, well, he had five kids, <laughs> and, and he, he literally wrote this to like make money. That was his job was to write books, and they were starving. I think it was to scare the scare the shit out of the kids so they behave. I bet. Well, they said the sort of the zeitgeist of the time was to tell ghost stories at Christmas. That was a big thing. So I can totally, see that they totally worked. So my next question is: at the time it was written, goose was traditionally served at Christmas, but Dickens changed everything as to what was served at Christmas. So what was all the rage after Christmas Carol launched? Like for eating at the Christmas dinner. I have no idea. Turkey. Oh. <laughs> and let me tell you why I know this, because I've done props for a Christmas Carol twice. Oh, uh, well, and of course you would know. The second time I said, I need to get you a turkey. And they're like, no, no, it's a goose. I'm like, no, it's a turkey. And they're like, it's a goose. Well, actually, what ended up going on stage was a swan, because I took my old swan Bjork dress costume. <laughs> <laughs> Repurposed it into if what is supposed to be would. a white turkey. Oh my god, <laughs> Bjork! Hey, use what you got, right? And I got no, one. I'll, I'll, one give, I'll give it to you. One more question. So, okay. who played Scrooge in the Muppet Christmas Carol? I have no idea. Michael Caine, and and he'd be a great Scrooge. I think it's been a long time since I've seen a Muppet Christmas Carol, but. When asked, most people say that's their favorite version of A Christmas Carol. Never seen it. Oh, light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. Never seen it. Oh, I mean, I love, the, I love the Muppets, but I've never seen that. It's time to meet the Muppets. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got for Christmas Carol trivia. So, so you, That was a good job, though. Let's get back to Do spirit. I still have an applause here? There we go. Oh. Let's get let's get back to Spirited and on what should we talk about? So we we had the music. I mean, it is a musical, and for the we most really kind part, of did, we really didn't kind of say what we said. It was a I said anyway that it was a, a sequel, but we didn't really say why, did we? No. Do you want to say why? Yes, it's a sequel, and we didn't really say why. But I, what we find out during the movie, which I thought was the cool. Cool thing about it because the first one I was watching the movie, I'm like, okay, here we go. Christmas Carol goes to Christmas past, present, future. Rumpelstiltskin or whoever it was that comes and does the the warning, you know, in the beginning. You're gonna That's be Marley. there by three. That's goes. Marley, Jacob Marley. So it's like, okay, I get it, and they're gonna sing, right? Yeah. Well, then when we find out that Will Ferrell is himself Scrooge. 
who has died and become one of these ghosts that does this. Then it was like, okay, this is different. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was, that, that was actually when I decided that I was actually going to pay attention to the. Yeah. So, I mean, what you I had, remember I told you I had stopped watching it and then you had said, oh, okay, yeah. you, yeah, okay. I, cool. You had said that you saw it. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll jump back in and continue watching it. And it mm-hmm. was probably shortly thereafter that I found out that Will Ferrell was actually Scrooge. Then it was like, oh, okay. New twist. And then, then I said, I just watched it in one setting. Sitting. Yeah, setting, I sitting. think it's I think it's fun. But so what you're talking about is they set up a ghost agency where like sort of worker bees set up the haunt year round. So they pick someone that they feel like they can change and yep. they work year round to set up the haunt, which was sort of behind the scenes kind of neat. And, and that was uh, kind of funny. That kind of that kind of was a little. Uh, it was kind of like the Santa Claus. You know, it kind of oh, it sure. kind of yeah. harkened to the Santa Claus with the elves doing all their behind the scenes right, stuff. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, basically, they find they find. You know, I was I was thinking about the songs. I didn't like a lot of the songs, but I was gonna reach back and listen to some of them today before we podcast and. This, if you listen to the lyrics of some of these songs, they are really interesting. So there's one song called Bringing Back Christmas, and that's the when we first meet Ryan Reynolds' character of, of Clint. And uh, he, is, he is speaking to a Christmas tree, like Christmas tree growers, and they're, they're worried about losing business sales to artificial trees. And uh, here... Here are some of the lyrics to that song, Bringing Back Christmas. It's not enough for folks to love you. They have to hate your rivals more. Every Facebook-loving boomer wants to fight a culture war. Uh, Those are lyrics. And then one of them, poor, lazy, deplorable Doug, who cares more about convenience than of this sacred holiday. So they take the... you You don't necessarily get all that when you watch it the first time. They take basically this group of people and what is their political motivation for losing money on their their real christmas trees and they they he spins it to make them hate people that's what he does but that's what that's his whole yeah his whole his deal. whole life or his existence is his whole deal is about uh basically um you know, he's an he influencer, he's he a manipulator, a social media manipulator. And that is so current right now, right? I mean, it's just current. Um, the, uh, I mean, I really enjoyed watching Ryan Reynolds move. I liked watching him <laughs> dance. I bet you did. He, well, yeah, I mean, especially in his GQ Santa outfit. He is smoking hot and hot, but... He, uh, I like how he, you say that. I really enjoyed watching. I did. <laughs> I enjoyed move. watching him dance. I did not necessarily enjoy watching Will Ferrell dance. <laughs> but, well, like I told you before, he was. It's kind of like Will Ferrell was the equivalent of William Shatner releasing an album where he just kind of <laughs> right. He Will, just kind of speaks it. Will Ferrell, sweetie, you're just not a singer. I'm sorry. And he, he, was, knows be, it. he was. He was way better it. than I thought he was going to yeah. be, though. Yeah. I was surprised. I mean, mean, maybe they did a lot of auto-tune. I don't know, but... Yeah. So we got... I mean, we had really some good cast members here. The guy that was playing his... uh, Clint's brother was just too much of a throwback to Bobcat Goldweight. And I know you haven't seen Scrooged, but um, they wrote... 
that character is really dumb and it wasn't necessary. I didn't like that. And like, Joe, you, you can't channel Bobcat Goldweight. You just can't. That's sure iconic. Can. No, you no, know, no, that was not right. Yeah. But, and then, um, well, I am not a fan of Tracy Morgan at all. And so <laughs> Tracy Morgan like is voicing the Christmas future, the yeah. Grim Reaper basically. And that, yeah. that is my favorite favorite ghost in a christmas carol and tracy morgan just fucking ruined it i because i know he didn't stand i I thought it was good ruined it i thought it was good tracy okay the ghost of christmas future represents imminent doom it's not tracy morgan it's just not your opinion right right my opinion i'm right on that one no wouldn't that be cute if you were oh so right good afternoon Good afternoon! <laughs> now, fellow, oh. here you are in a shitty British bar with a frothy little frown upon your lips. Another pint for me, friend! Extra warm! Your accent blows. Well, I beg to differ. As you're drowning in that ale, you're feeling like a fail. You're sorrier than soggy fish and chips. But you don't have to sit and pout. Just let your inner Scrooge come out. Because why should any other jerk enjoy his day? When you're down in the dumps and need some cheering up seas. Turn and tap a hapless chap. An assless chap. Did you pick up on that? I did, I guess. I did, yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Just let one fly and you'll be smiling. The assless chap part. Just tap an assless chap. Yeah, I can see. You know, I can really see this catching on as, you know, the go-to holiday movie in a few years. I can see this. What is it they call that? You know, when a... When something kind of steamrolls and eventually picks up an audience, when it's oh, a, you know, it's like a, a cult, uh, not cult, a cult, uh, cult following, yep, cult following, yeah, yeah. But I think there's a something a little less. I can see it co- moving into cult following, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, the other thing I should mention is uh, the party scene when the ghost at Christmas present takes Clint to the the par his own party. And like every single character in that party is dressed as an uh, iconic Christmas character. Like we got Buddy the Elf, we got the Heat Miser, we got Cousin Eddie with the Moose Smug. I mean, all of these. I did these, not see that. Either Elf is in there. Buddy the Elf is talking to Will Ferrell. It's hysterical. So if well, you, who's Buddy the Elf? Well, see, you haven't seen Elf, so you don't oh. know. You don't know. I mean, there's all these iconic. Octavia okay. Spencer is dressed as Rudolph and. You know, so well, she had antlers on. Yeah, but she had oh, the nose. Oh, she did have a, right. she had a nose. She had a nose, and she pulls it off right yep, away. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was great. That scene is actually, if you know what you're looking for there, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, there you go. But yeah, okay, there's a little mm-hmm. little Easter eggs in there. Then. <clears throat> Easter eggs, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think what's interesting though about this version, it's not necessarily this version's not necessarily about money. And helping the poor, it's it's about how how people are really really being super mean to people now. I mean, all the time online. It it, it ended up being about it was almost like a a bullying thing in a way, but it was yeah. 
not bullying. I mean, it was, well, no, I guess it wasn't bullying, but it was all about how social media goes fucking ballistic and blows up to to a ridiculous level. Yeah, it's about how we how, use social it, media to ruin What it does to lives. somebody. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, the t- basically the and then they kill themselves. Equivalent of Tiny Tim that happens to him, and you know Octavia Spencer says it a couple times. Are we really gonna? This kid's a sixth grader. Are you gonna ruin his life? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. I thought that was interesting that they, you know, it's really real world consequences and uh, a little bit of cancel culture thrown in there. Uh, the blink of an eye, your life can be ruined with one. One, one, one post, thing. one video post, one wrong thing you said. I mean, but then when it happens to you, you're like, "Wow, can't you, can't you give me any, you know, right. give me a second chance? Is there is is there absolutely no redemption in your eye for somebody to make one mistake? Mm-hmm. No, when you're on when you're on the other end of it, you want people's heads right away. And somebody does one little thing that has absolutely nothing to do, and you want them, and people call for people to be fucking fired. You know, for doing something yeah. that has absolutely nothing to do with their job, but you didn't like it, so they call. Hey, ought to be. I mean, some of the shit that I've seen, you see on social media, and they're like, "They ought to be fired." Why? Because they went and protested at a restaurant. They should be fired. You know, I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous nowadays. Well, it's how and then it's like, by God, if that happened to you, they'd say, you know, how about just a little smidgen of mercy, please? You right, know. right, mercy. That's for sure. Oh um, Christ, this well, this fucking country is just they, doomed. They, they asked for it, you know. They the, some of the people around Clint's life. They ask him to show mercy, and he doesn't. It takes actually it takes him a really, really long time to see the error of his ways, and almost till the end of the movie. Oh yeah, almost. It, well, it as, does. as if it were planned that way. But um, he turns. He keeps one of the best parts of the movie is how he keeps turning the tables on the ghost to deflect the spotlight away from him, and he really does a good job of that because he's like literally running from his past, and they're chasing after him, and. Yeah, that well, yeah, because he he keeps pointing it back at Scrooge, right? He's or really, the ghost of he's today. Really deflecting. He's really deflecting, but but then Will Ferrell Scrooge uh, falls into it. I mean, he yeah, he he, he falls into the the trap or whatever you want to call it, and starts listening to him. And then that's when the <laughs> the boss man boss man kind of gets in there and goes, "Yo." Remember the yeah, whoever Scrooge's boss at Will Ferrell's like, what the hell's going on here? He's definitely a sleeper. The boss man is a sleeper character. It was you know? cool. I, I liked. I, I I thought he was the architect. Oh, the architect. Yeah. Because when you in the beginning of the movie, when he's talking to Will Ferrell about something, and I, I think they even because they don't they talk about retirement right away. He's kind of just doing a little retirement conversation. And he just he the conversation that he had. It's before Will Ferrell he threatens to sing, yeah. and it was just the way he was speaking, and his voice got kind of in this lower register, and in just a way or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, that's the fucking architect. Mm, We're ta- talking about the Matrix, by the way. In well, case might you might have been know. the architect, but I mean, I don't, I don't... it's it's a different actor. I looked no. him up, but oh my yeah. god, I just about I chills went down my spine. Well, I mean, there's. There's a lot of interesting things about the character that that plays that person, the guy that seems to be running the ghost agency, and he is like the Jacob Marley character, and and all those things. He yeah, he's got a great song too. His song is absolutely awesome. It was Jacob Marley. 
Well, Jacob Marley is the person no, that comes just, with the he, chain. He was Scrooge's partner. Scrooge's partner, but he still visits. He plays that role, and he visits Clint with the chains. I'm, I'm, aware, I'm aware that I was just saying that Jacob Marley didn't run it. No. No, I Right. But, yeah. Yes. Yeah, anyway. Okay. So, um... Anything else we should say about Spirited, or should we move on? Well, the, uh, the ending, again, was another twist. Yeah, I don't know. Do we want to spoil the ending? I mean, that's really no, a spoiler. If, that's a big no, spoiler. Then, then stop. No, the whole, I am I am not, <laughs> not going to do this without talking about okay, this. Okay, this okay, whole, all right. Spoilers, this whole, spoilers. this podcast, spoilers. if we're going to talk about stuff, then we are going to talk about it. I'm not going to do. Okay. Well, see, I have uh, given people enough leeway time where they can, like, Absolutely. cut off. Absolutely. Shut it up. I knew what was going to happen <laughs> i didn't before I didn't the movie even started happen. no i knew what was going to happen as soon as they got done singing mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of feel good okay they're done singing everything and it was the way they had ryan reynolds stand oh. suddenly ryan reynolds was standing <laughs> off next to will ferrell and they they stood him right in front of the bus yeah. If you if you go back and watch again they get done singing and he kind of moves over and he's standing right in front of the bus and i'm like the fucking bus is going to start going again, and is going to paste his ass. And sure as shit, that's exactly what happened. I was surprised they did it the way they did it. And then I, ended up killing him off. And I wasn't. At, well, I was surprised they killed him at that very moment. But when you think about it, there's a lot of foreshadowing that he's not going to make it. because Well, because he was irredeemable, he was, remember? Yep, he unredeemable. Was the, uh, unredeemable, irredeemable. He was the only second, with Scrooge being the first. Right. And, and which uh, is why yep. Scrooge was... For, that's why Scrooge was attracted to him in the first place because he was labeled as irredeemable or unredeemable, and he didn't think so. I bet if Scrooge um, hadn't retired, I bet if Will Ferrell's Carol, Will Ferrell Carol's character <laughs> hadn't retired, uh, you know, Clint wouldn't have died. Because I think because Clint replaced Scrooge, he replaced him. In the, in the, right, right. In the Christmas agency. Right. Yeah. You know, who really is the sad loser of this whole movie is the, the, his sister's child, his niece. I mean, she's now lost a second family member. Yeah, I guess so. That's the real sad part of it all. I mean, I don't know that if you watch the movie and you see what happens at the ice skating rink, from the ice skating rink to the bus accident, you are like, man, that poor kid. She's gone through a lot. Yeah, but she's lived with a she's uncle lived, that loved loved her. You yeah, know, she's lived with Bob Cat You know, he's wackadoodle. <laughs> yeah, he makes a lot of weird sounds. That actor does. Yeah, no, it. it I mean, it didn't end. I didn't think that uh, Ryan Reynolds would be, you know, the ghost of Christmas present running there, and that is. But it was like, I don't know, it, it, part of it was, um, you know, he's turning it into a well-oiled machine, like he would run his company and his sister's working there, you know, whenever, I mean, so that was kind of, yeah. but it, the thing that was kind of interesting was how we'd still go back to see, went back to see Will Ferrell, you know, because he had a case that was too hard. <laughs> yeah, Will Ferrell putting together a, doll, yeah. a, a backyard, uh playhouse or whatever it yeah, was Yeah, that's pretty funny and he's got a bunch of kids he's got like a pack of kids yeah. he got busy right away yeah he's not he wasn't, wasn't wasting shooting any blanks time. i guess yeah. yeah well anyway so it was it, yeah. it was not what i expected it to be it was different 
which made it fun. I really, I really liked Spirited. I'm glad I went to it. I'm glad. I love Ryan Reynolds. It was fun to see him in this role. I, I loved everything about him. Um, Will Ferrell, of course, is funny too. The the, like the songs were way you know way better than I th- thought thought they would be. Hmm. I mean, I had the one other thing I'm going to say is I had a hard time. I liked watching Ryan dance, but I didn't like watching the. Basically, the background dancers were so exaggerated over the top. They were doing that it, on purpose. They were, and they you were notice it was it was like the, the cast of Stomp. Yeah, it was like flash dance meets Stomp, and, and and every dance they did was it was the same. It was staccato and exaggerated, well, no, but, and every dance was a Stomp dance. Yeah, and there was a lot of pausing in their dancing. It was it was strange. It was very strange watching that dancing. And I've Did seen that make a lot you of sad? Musicals. Not sure if they were going to keep going or not. I have paused. seen a <laughs> lot of musicals, and I've never seen dancers act like that. So they were completely they were doing something on purpose there. I don't really know what, but. Well, this was James Gunn's first outing. Was you it know, James doing Gunn? Okay. <laughs> oh, that, the, it, no, was it was James not. Gunn? No. Mm. I'm just fucking with you because we were talking about him taking the over TC. The man who fired Superman. Great. The man who fired Superman. Hmm. Well, DC ain't getting no love from me. It, Let's, uh, but now I think it's time <laughs> to segue into Ho Ho Holy Shit. shit. <laughs> Let's do that and just in unison. The, and just the way he did it. Let's yeah. do that in unison. I want us to do ho, ho, holy shit. <laughs> now you do it. Ho, ho, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. It was, I, it was just him going, ho, ho, holy shit. That was this the, is the way it was. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a ho, ho, ho. It was an extended holy shit. Oh, you know, holy it, shit. It was oh, holy shit. <laughs> well, if you want to know what we're talking about, you got to you got to see it and hear it firsthand and that means you need to go see Violent Night. And see, Violent I would say that this would be the best of the 3. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that one. I'd say this yeah. would be the best of the 3. This would I, be the winner. I love this would be the winner movie. winner chicken dinner. In fact, I got a feeling people were probably super annoyed with us in that movie because we were loud. I was loud. I was like basically. I'm glad, I'm glad you changed that pronoun. Yeah, well, we were both we were both kind of heckling Ooh. and cackling, but it was fun. It was one of those movies where like you just want to jump up out of your seat and and cheer for the good guys. And you know, we sat the there, guys. we watched the movie, we laughed during the funny parts, and that was it. And so if anybody had a problem with it, I think there was some bitch behind you that said <laughs> something at one time while we were just all we were doing was laughing. Oh yeah. I heard something. And I'm like, we weren't talking, we weren't doing anything. We were literally laughing at what was going on in the screen. And I thought, fuck you. Well, you know, don't go to a movie like that if you can't have fun. That yeah. was a cra- that was a crazy fun movie. And it wasn't I mean it wasn't yeah. Like we were doing anything, you know, we weren't talking, we we're disruptive. We were laughing because it was freaking funny. Oh, it was. I mean, so I don't, you know, I don't really know where to start with this movie except by saying blood humor. Blood, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a dark it's a dark movie, 
But it's not, it's not like some people are writing it as Christmas horror. It's not Christmas it's, horror. It's not horror at all. No, because there's, there's a lot of. no horror in this movie. There's a lot of good feelings in this movie. There's yeah, it's a, not a horror movie. It's not a horror it's movie. It's not a horror movie. It's more, it is, it is an action movie. It's, it's kind of similar to Die Hard in a number of ways. Except this is actually a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie, but Full you know, of blood. Well, so I was it's, thinking it's about like somebody chum the waters with a Christmas movie. <laughs> I was thinking about all the snowmobile scenes. And that is reminiscent of Die Hard 2. Yeah, but the snowblower scene is better. (laughs) Yeah, that snowblower scene is pretty good. Yeah, all the ways, all the ways meaningless characters die is pretty much one reason to see this movie. I mean, if you if you really, really want to get get yourself out of the the traditional Christmas and just just get out of the rut and just like experience something fun. Christmas or not. If you just really want to see a movie that's just fun and kills people in a very imaginative, obviously painful ways that make you cringe. And I mean, movies that make you cringe and laugh at the same time when you think you just might almost poop your pants. Those are the best. Like uh, putting a... And I didn't almost poop my pants until later that night. A tree topper star plug-in ornament smashing into someone's eye. And then it not that's, doesn't that's kill him. Funny enough, doesn't kill him. Then he plugs it in. <laughs> then he plugs it in and smokes him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so. so good. And so there, oh. you know. So love David Harbor. Absolutely love him. He had his his own his own. Uh, what's the what's the name? Um, I forget the name of the uh, Malmuthan. Mole, 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 oh, he's got his own Mjolnir. He's got his own Yeah, he's got his own Meow Meow. Yeah, he's got his own Meow Meow. No, so what we, I think what we find, and one of the neatest things you, about Violent Night. Do you have Violent like an like outline to go through? Yeah, this, a little bit. We just, we got, okay. we got, so one of the neatest things about Violent Night is that they give uh, Santa's origin story as he is a Viking berserker, basically. and Well, this... I because th- I didn't didn't Santa exist prior to? I was thinking yeah. it, I was thinking it was like this Santa's origin because there would have been other Santas before him, right? That would kind of like the Santa Claus. You know, there's more than one. Well, um, or were you thinking it was the Santa? Like he him, goes back to in in the show. I'll make this specific. He goes back this in the particular show, Santa. This particular Santa's origins are Viking berserker. Right, but I'm I'm asking I'm asking you if you I I took it as this Santa in that timeline, but there was probably yet another Santa before him. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, I can't I can't so, remember. No, actually, no, because no, like no Santa refer- Claus was, in the movie. He references no other Santa. And I'm trying to think. Actually, the history of Santa was oh, I got really that all probably, written down. probably the 1600s or some shit, right? I got it all. So no, so down. he would. So in this particular movie, he would be the one and only in the original, the, yeah. the OG. Well, so there's there's a couple different cultural um, pagan origins of Santa. I wrote a few of these down to to kind of get it together. But that still would be timeline in wise with him, not before him. But well, right? Okay, but no. There's one. There's one origin story of Santa that could have been him in this movie. Okay, and but not but not before him is what I'm saying. I don't So he probably is the OG. He's probably the old goat and I'll talk about goats in a little bit here. 
So, uh, it's so not old. It's original gangsta. There is <laughs> in, in. Oh, really? It's, <laughs> it's not old. It's goat? original gangsta. Well, what the hell? Oh, the OG is original gangsta. I thought the OG was the old goat. <laughs> no, I think you're confusing that with goat, which is greatest of all time. Oh yeah, that's what I'm confusing. <laughs> Young goat. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, here let me let me go that's into good. let me that's go into good. the history here. So I this is, I okay. believe, the history of Santa Claus that applies. Okay, so um, some scholars have compared Santa's reindeer to Odin's magical horse Sleipnir, who is an eight-legged horse. And and the, and Sleipnir is described as being able to leap great distances. Odin portrayed as an old man with a long white beard, and um, they used to refer to this uh, Yule Yule in pagan Norse and Germanic mm-hmm. traditions. Mm-hmm. Midwinter event: the wild hunt in the sky, led by Odin. So that is pagan pagan origins. Yes. Of of Santa, then uh, Saint Nicholas was a Greek bishop uh, from a Roman town in Turkey, 3rd and 4th century. You know what? I actually knew that. 3rd and 4th century is when St. Nicholas uh, came came to be, and he was a real person. Later became, listen to this. this I'm is, listening. This is good. Became the patron saint of children, the poor, and prostitutes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> ho, ho, holy shit. Prostitutes. I like that. I had no idea that St. Nicholas was the patron saint of prostitutes. I didn't even think that the Catholic Church would recognize prostitutes. So that was pretty funny. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, there's a there's a strong tie, a strong... There's also um, Sinterklaas, which is based on St. Nicholas in the Dutch, Belgian, and Swiss countries. So Sounds the familiar. word Sinterklaas is uh, tied to our common version of Santa Claus. That's Dutch immigrants came over and brought Santa Claus to the modern modern New York City. Um, 1909 is when they started referencing those traditions. But I think one of the neatest parts of Violent Night is when um, Santa is sitting down with John Leguizama and goes through all, he literally rattles off all of the legendary names of Santa Claus. And that was really cool. And you and when you and I were talking about that and you were, did you do some research? Cause you were like, I can't remember what John Leguizamo's deal was. What was his story? Did you, I, and I actually looked it up before I started, before I started throwing up and shitting my pants. after we (laughs) saw that. Hey, you don't need to keep referencing that people get sick that we understand our listeners understand. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't shit my pants. That wasn't until the next. Oh that wasn't God. until the next day. I was anyway, gone. I you, wasn't even here you were when gone, you shit you your gone. pants. Okay. But but I but I I read it real quick. And so did you? Because you were like, what was his deal? What was his deal? So did you look it up to find out? Because I can tell you. I basically I tried, but it was very vague. So you tell me what you found. The the reason that he was so bent out of shape about Christmas was whatever had happened with his father and they had no presents and all that kind of stuff. So they broke into the neighbor's house to steal presents. Oh. And that's when they act and accidentally scared or startled the neighbor guy who then fell down the stairs and died. Yeah. That's that's what the whole cuz it was it went we cuz both of us kind of missed it when they, we were talking about it. We couldn't tell if he killed somebody or if what happened. So he actually so he had the guys he had the neighbor's death Hanging over him. 
Yeah, Although it was an it was an accident because they were trying to get some presents because this old man was a slacker. Yeah. Okay. That, so that's what it, that's what it boiled down to. Yeah. So I would say the 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 least the the part of Violent Night that makes the least amount of sense, which is crazy because it's a fictional movie, right? But, but the part that makes the least, least amount of sense is. John Leguizamo's tied to this rich family because he really isn't tied to them, but somehow he knows their security team like this, like their buddy buddies. And, and well, he probably bought them out. And I mean, probably, he knew that she had a lot, found out she had a lot of money stashed on the house. It was just a Christmas Eve robbery yeah. and bought them out. And by she, we are referring to Beverly D'Angelo, who yes. is of a Christmas vacation. All the va- all the vacations. Yeah, all the vacations. The yeah. mom and vacation. I can't remember her yeah. name. Yeah. So that you know, I mean, so here's what you need to know about Violent Light: extremely violent, but the story has good heart. It is, in some ways, a traditional Christmas movie because of this. Um, this need to believe in Santa. Got to believe, not only gotta Santa, but in, in Santa. Christmas. And in, in Christmas and to make the magic work. And yep. that is there Because it truly is, it's truly Santa Claus. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing that's really, and I, I some of the people that I work with couldn't get their head wrapped around it. So that I was, they're like, what? It's a guy dressed up like Santa Claus that's going around killing no, people? I'm like, no. No, it's, it's Santa. Santa Claus killing people. <laughs> <laughs> it's and Santa Claus why. kicking ass and taking names yeah. on the naughty list. And that's and why literally he's trying, a, yeah. literally trying to save a girl. He's save a little the, girl. That who is on the nice list. Super right. duper 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 nice. Yeah. And he's trying to save her. And he truly is magic. Can zip up and down the chimneys and all that kind of stuff. Well, and he talks about so why I think <laughs> this little the, the way he takes out John Leguizamo. Yeah, doing that oh, too. Oh, jeez. Well, Ooh. I think the reason why though, why the kid resonates so much with him is because at the beginning of the movie he's like drunk and depressed in this bar, and he's talking to the bartender like, "Ah, oh, man, this is what I do for a living." And I the give mall, gifts. there's the mall Santa Claus that sits right. down next to him. But he's like, he's how like, long it's just been, about, "How long have you been doing this?" <laughs> it's just about greed. All it is is about greed. Yeah, he's he's he over it. He's like, it. He's it's not it. it's not about, about Christmas greed. anymore. It's not about what the true meaning of Christmas is. And then he's presented with this little girl who needs really to be saved. And she is asking what she asked for too, is she wants her parents to reunite her. She wants her parents to reunite. Yeah. She's selfless. And I think that was another surprise in the movie. That was a big surprise in the movie. Cause you kind of like the dad at the beginning, but there's a moment in the middle where you just fucking hate the dad. Well, when you find out he stole all the yeah, money, when you find out he's, you know, spoilers, sorry. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, whatever. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, so, and then there, we knew, though, one of the things we knew about this movie, and there was too much foreshadowing in the beginning, all the bad guys you could easily tell were bad guys in the opening scene of the movie, because they were just, they they looked like, they didn't look like normal workers, they looked like... They looked r- scruffy and not scruffy put together, and, and right. you know, get it. And, and, but they do that in kind of... You're like a German assassin pouring champagne, not just... But I saw episodes of Wonder Woman in 1976 on TV with, you know, what's her name? It was the same thing. You know, you could yeah. always tell the real ones apart from the other ones. Yeah. So they had their uniforms on backwards and upside down. And so uh, I want to I just want to bring this up because I, I've got a little bit of a story about it. But um, tell me 
Yeah, if you got kids, if you got kids listening, get them out of here first of all. There, <laughs> they, <laughs> there are any, any kids listening? No, to this. no kids should be listening. But really, 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 I want to talk about with Scott here now. The first time, what it was like when he found out Santa wasn't real. I want to hear your story. No idea. I, no idea. You don't remember? Don't remember at all. No, like that had no impact I, on you. No, I don't remember it. I don't um, remember being told that Santa didn't exist. <clears throat> Oh. I don't remember it. Okay. Well, I do. Oh, I, I guess we're going to hear about story. it. You're going to hear about Shape it. Shape up, everybody. Shut the so, fuck down and listen to Nancy. I My parents went all out with the whole Santa legend. They, I bet you fucking cried, didn't you? Oh, it was worse than that. Anyway, they uh, they would really do a lot of things. Like, they would wrap them. We would open our presents Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day, we would get the Santa presents. And they were always wrapped in different paper, and ne- the gifts were never in the house. They are always at my dad's workplace, and then he would bring them and put them out. And they, they made a lot of things. Like, one time they left a... They left a big boot print right next to my bed, and they told me, like, Santa had visited me in the night, and I was just invested in Santa for many years, probably a lot longer than I should have been. You mean invested in the lie. Right, invested in the lie. And, I mean, I I find this very traumatic now, and so... I think it's bullshit that... I was ugh. at... I was <laughs> at... And, oh, you know, what's even more bullshit is this fucking elf they got now. No, I just mean the whole the whole fucking Santa thing... Trust me, I'm your parents, but I'm going to lie to you for the first 10 or 12 years of your life about something. And then, oh, by the way, (laughs) it's the big joke. It's not just Santa now. They got this little elf that's coming down that they got to move around the house every night. So wait a minute. So so now you've been telling me Santa and God are both real, but now Santa's fake. Well, I guess God is too, right? We'll segue into the God part. So I met Sunday school, and I don't know, I think it was fifth grade. I think it was fifth grade. It might have been fourth. It might have been sixth. Somewhere fourth to sixth grade. I'm in Sunday school, and mind you, I'm pretty. My religion is is pretty strict. It's Missouri Synod Lutheran, and we're not the nice Lutherans. We're the mean Lutherans. Like we're mean. Like you leave you leave the carrots out of the Jello mold. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you leave the carrots out of the green Jello. Hey, the, the it's red Jello, and it always has Cool Whip. And you, anytime you open a Lutheran cupboard, there is it's there. It's just magically there. <laughs> cool Whip. Yuck. So so I am sitting in Sunday school. And my Sunday school teacher starts talking about Santa, and Santa is evil, and it's the, the word. the name, that's the letters spell Satan. The letters spell Satan. Oh, my God, you and get that horse shit? No, I, I got this horse shit. And oh, claws Lord. is not claws, C-L-A-U-S. It's claws, like werewolf. Oh, good pieces. Lord. And I shouted so at So it's like her. South Park with Jesus and Santa fighting. This is real. This is way before South Park. No, but this I'm just is saying, my life. You've seen South Park with Jesus and Santa fight, right? I think so. Yeah. But I mean, this is my life. And I am in Sunday school and I start shouting at this bitch. I'm like, no. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. And she's like getting into it. She's Probably like because of the Germanic pig and Oh, and we're gonna talk you know, about that later. I'm all ready know, his for history it. of Santa is what I'm saying. I'm all ready for it. I've got it all down. But this bitch is like telling me Santa's the devil and Santa um I'm I'm a sinner and I shouted at her and then like I looked around the classroom and everyone was just horrified because we were fighting and I got up and I left. I ran to the front of the front of the church. I sat on the step. I was crying. I was waiting for my dad to come pick me up. You know, this is before cell phones, so I couldn't like just call my dad and have him rescue me at Sunday school. And out comes one of my friends. It's my godmother's son. 
my godmother's son comes out and sits by me on the front step and he looks me dead in the eye and he's like, hey, why are you crying? Santa's not real. Drop the mic. I'm like, what? I basically like said, what are you talking about? He's like, Nancy, Santa's not real. Don't worry about it. I he is so real. <laughs> I'd rather... <laughs> you know, there, there, there's, there's historical reference that people either named or not named somehow or another were dressed up like Santa Claus and actually yep. did some good to the world and delivered gifts and helped people out as opposed to either Jesus or God. Yeah. Show me which one of those fuckers jumped in a yeah, well, cart so, and helped somebody out. So there is truly, I mean, and I've done a lot of research on this over the years because like this traumatized me. And, and when I got older, I did some cultural re- research on Santa origins. and Especially you know, since you were a junior in high school. Wow. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of dark, dark pagan, you know, I would say spirits or creatures that are attached to the Santa myth, like Krampus. Krampus is, you know, the, sort of a He's dark just the version. List. He's, the He's like list. the devil version of Santa, where He's like he list. takes care of the naughty kids. And Krampus, first of all, if you haven't seen listeners, if you haven't seen the Krampus movie, that's damn good. Krampus is a damn good movie. I recommend only the first one, that. not the weird knockoff Krampus two, Krampus threes. They have more reborn. than one Krampuses. People have knocked it off. Oh, that's and, no. and done. No, yeah, don't terrible, don't terrible. don't read about knockoffs. But that's um, why I was putting that out there. Yeah, so for you. But so beyond Krampus, Finnish, the Finlanders, uh, my my heritage is Finnish. Krampus is in the new Disney, the Santa Clauses, the series. Oh, really? With Tim Tim Allen. Instead of a movie, they did another. Oh. It's like an eight part series, a mini series. So oh, that's original beautiful. original cast. Yeah. Original cast and Krampus is actually in that one. Yeah, so I like, um, I really like researching the origins of like the anti Santa, and I found in my own heritage we have a character called the Yulapucky. So the Yulapucky, and um, it the literally meaning of it is Christmas goat. So Christmas goat. Christmas goat. Yes. Oh, see. Oh, okay. So it's it's not goat. It's gangster. It's it's original <laughs> gangster. <laughs> OG. Yeah. So uh, in Finnish origin, a man turned into a goat on Christmas, and so it was custom to perform in goat costume in return for Christmas food. So listen to this: the the people would dress up. Men would dress up as this Yulapucky. And they w- would call them the performer who wasn't the actual one, but the Yula performer pucky for a quick little fucky. was called the naughty pucky. <laughs> wow, that's uh, and so so you know, listen to what this. That's what did. they they found Farmer Bob out in, the, in his fucking barn with a listen, goat. That's where all this started. Listen to what the naughty pucky did. Oh, the it's naughty, not a real goat. It's just Bob. The naughty pucky, if he did not receive a salary from the host. He committed evil deeds. He did bad things if you didn't pay him. And they were men dressed up as goats that would wander from house to house in in search of food or alcoholic beverages. <laughs> and today, today in Finland, God bless them, the character is played by children and it's all in fun. Can you imagine like you're trying to celebrate Christmas and somebody, some 
fucker shows up at your doorstep <laughs> dressed like a goat and is demanding booze? Wanting one, wanting to give, give him a, r- a rub, rub, rub and tug for some goat milk. <laughs> so there is, um, I, I really like, I really, really like s- this Finnish movie though called Rare Exports. Have you ever seen it? No. And it's based Is it on, on Netflix? It probably is. It's a good movie. It's 2010. It's defined as a Finnish fantasy action horror comedy. So it's like we're covering all the bases here. But it goes into this uh, origin of the Yulapucky being scary. And it it's just a damn good movie. Um they basically you're gonna put money on that oh it's a damn good movie but the thing about it that you're not gonna like is it's in finnish with um i don't you like know, most subtitles it's well, i don't give finnish a shit about subtitles. that yeah i don't so, care about that yeah so that to me that's a a good version of uh and it's finnish rare exports and they have the one thing i will say about rare exports buyer beware there's a lot of naked old men in that movie because at the end of the movie, they release like hundreds of Santas that are either Santas or Santa's elves, and they are all naked. And you can literally see like swinging penis. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. At, I that, know. A, at that age, it's usually a swinging sack. You sure it's not blogging pucky? No, no. It's called Rare Exports. It's a great movie. And there are sequels to Rare Exports, so I haven't seen any of them. you got to watch the original. Don't, like, start with the sequels because you won't understand. But And then I... <laughs> I have no idea how you spell it, but I put, uh, yeah. I put in Eula Pucky, and it came back as a... Well, do you mean Bull Pucky? <laughs> so I will spell... So to spell Eula Pucky in Finn, it's J... O U L U P U K K I. Okay. <laughs> Finnish, I gotta tell you, Finnish is probably oh, yeah, okay. the Spell. hardest. It's J O U L U P U K K I. Yulapucky. Finnish Christmas figure. So they see those three drawings there? Christmas goat. Those are the drawings it's... from the movie Rare Exports. They create, um, when you pull up Eula Pucky, the, the, demonic, um, the demonic, basically, Christmas goat pops up. Well, not that guy. It looks just like Santa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that, that town there that, that references Corvat Tenuri is... Basically, they're saying the home of Santa, and it's in Lapland, and uh, they associate reindeer with Lapland. So, oh, that's this is stupid. Comes. No, but that's I mean, it. I clicked on your Yuli whatever, and then it didn't even took us to that. And website. The, you know, we're there. pronouncing naughty as in naughty, but it's spelled N U U T T I. So it's Finnish is a difficult language. Is that it's, is that Yulapucky right there? No, I don't know what the hell that is. That's a dog. Refuses to give birth. Jeez. Okay, so I want to keep us on track here. There's also there's please, also I gotta <laughs> we fucking left the track a long time. I gotta ago. mention I gotta. We're talking we're talking about Violent Night, and now you're talking about Christmas. Well, goats. I'm talking about 
various versions of scary, scary Santa stories. That's what he's talking about. The origins. He's talking about the origins of Santa. That's what we were talking about. Because in Violent Night, he's a Viking berserker. And you're kind of like, how is he a Viking berserker? Well, there's, there's ties to pagan, German, Norse religion, goats, you know? You're the one that keeps bringing the goat. Oh, and the, how, how does the goat tie in? It ties into Thor. Because Thor's chariot is pulled by goats. And we know that because of the most recent Thor movie, which is awesome. Yeah, it's like, it, it's like Fraud and Larry. <laughs> no, they were. They were. They were. <laughs> oh, I love those they goats. The dumbest fucking I names. I love those goats. There's also, I want to tie this in here. Have you ever seen the movie Santa's Sleigh as an S-L-A-Y? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually With have. Bill Goldberg, the wrestler. That's a pretty good one. That's, oh, they're Tooth, Gr- Tooth Grinder and Tooth Nasher. Yeah, those are what the they called them in the movie. Yeah, that's not their real names, no, though. No, it's Norse like near and, well, it means thin teeth. Or one that has gaps between teeth. We make holes in teeth. We make holes in teeth. Yeah. And tanger near 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 teeth grinder. It sure as shit is. Well, teeth it grinder translates and thin to teeth. That. Yeah, it translates. To well, that. see, well, I mean, that's I what love, you get in the MCU I love universe. You get the Thor movies. I love them, and I really thought this last Thor, Love and Thunder. I thought it was. The best one, and I—that's saying a lot for me because I absolutely love Loki, and, and that Loki's is being billed as the worst of them. Well, it's not though. It's funny. It's funny. I don't know why they're billing it. I didn't as mind worse. it. I didn't mind it. That whole scene, that whole Enya song, is hysterical. Oh, it's hysterical. No, they are. But yeah, so I don't know. I. I must be, I, I'm I'm not really right in the head because I really did enjoy Violent Night. It was, like you said, it was my favorite movie of all, of all three we, we saw. It was great. There's nothing wrong. No, it's not, it's not that you're not, well, I mean, you you aren't right in the head, but it's for completely different reasons. Yeah, it has it nothing to do with it this. It was just good. And same it with me. I'm, I'm fucked up beyond belief. It has nothing to do with this movie. Right, because I apparently like the fruit cake, so something must be wrong with me. I've been right. drinking and, it all and night. And fruit cake, yeah. um, fruit quake and fruit cake. No, it was a good movie. Yeah. So, um, I don't know that we have anything really else to say about Violet Night, um, other than I. Yeah, it was a happy little ending, and again, you know, went back to believing in Christmas and all that kind of stuff because because he dies, Santa dies, and then but then he comes back to life. When the whole little group of people around there start going, I believe, I believe, you know, the whole little believe in Christmas thing, believe in Santa thing. And then the spirit of Christmas yeah. came back to him, brought him back to life. Yeah. Well, I mean, why wouldn't they believe? They and, just and <laughs> remember Mrs. Claus sent him Mjolnir. That was a fun. That was a fun. Of course, that happened before he died. But that was hilarious when the <laughs> we forgot about that. Oh, one. Yeah, we forgot when, the reindeer when, when abandoned shit, when, him. When shit started getting rough, they fucking left him in the house and took off. Well, that was hilarious. He yells at his reindeer for pooping on the roof, and then they at, take off. Well, it was after that when things started like. It was gunshots and everything else. Oh, they were and shooting then, at then, the reindeer. Yeah, and then they were like, the fuck it, we're out of here. Yeah. But then they end up showing up at the end when they need yeah. him. 
and yeah. got his his what 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 was his hammer called again? Yeah, I don't know that he had a name for his it. Did hammer. oh he, he did he had a name oh, for his oh, hammer? Oh oh yes he did. Good grief! Oh yeah. So I mean, while it, you're it, looking it, up it, while, like Nutcracker, while or, you're looking up the name of the hammer, I'm just gonna say this: I think they set Violent Night up, or they made reference to some things that could provide maybe skull a, crusher. Skull crusher. That's right, <laughs> and he did crush some skulls with it. Um, I think they set Violent Night up for a prequel, possibly, or a sequel that will involve a prequel, because there was a lot of reference to how he met Mrs. or his love for Mrs. Claus and wanting to see her. I hope not. It'll be be bad. I would like to see them do a prequel to show how Santa came out of Viking Berserker world to be Santa. Like, was there someone that recruited him, or how did that come to be, or... Was it from Frosty's magic hat? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it might be interesting, but I think it'll just—I think it'll fall flat. No, I—I I mean, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Violet Knight is going to get a sequel, but I think it really definitely would be ripe for one. I think there was a lot of foreshadowing that they were going to. No, do there was. The only thing would be how did he become Santa, and I just don't think it would be enough for a movie. Yeah, is maybe. all well. I get. I mean, it would be it would, nice in a perfect world. It would be cool and everything because the characters are great. I want to see who plays Mrs. Claus. You know, I want to see it. I just do. She's blonde. She's got a huge rack. You can tell because she's Norwegian, right? So you know. I bet she's. I bet she's a slinky gal. She's not going to be. She's not going to be big. I didn't say she was big. I said she's blonde and has a big rack. That's, okay. All those right. are called mm-hmm. boobs. Boobs. All right. Okay. Maybe it's got some boobs. I don't got them. So, you know, I don't have a big rack. So, we're like a <laughs> shelf. Yeah. I don't know. I got a couple of mosquito bites, is what I got. So. Wow. That's pretty bad. And I want to say on that note. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, ho, ho, holy shit. Nah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're emphasizing the Santa Claus ho, ho, ho. It's not. <laughs> it's what's watching shit. on it. It's like, ho, ho, holy shit. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Because the best part is, he. and that's another thing we didn't talk about, because he sticks a hand grenade in the back of this guy's jacket and starts walking off. And then that's when he's like, oh, I got to see this. <laughs> so that, yeah. That's the best part. He's like, oh, yeah. I got to see this. And turns around and watches the guy blow up. And when the guy blows up, he goes, oh, holy shit. Yeah, that was a good line. It was. It was a good line. And I um, I kind of want to see that movie again. I do. Uh, I, I think it would be total. Actually, and you know what? Split End said that she thought it was going to be streaming before Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Because she was doing a uh, um, industry, one of her industry review things where she talks about numbers. Oh, this is a movie I'm glad I saw in the theater. It's it's deserving yeah, it was fun. of a big screen. So, Although I thought I had popcorn poisoning <laughs> Well, at first. Yeah, well, you shouldn't maybe be eating that much popcorn. Well, obviously it wasn't that. Yeah. Just well, watch. So. Yeah, well, so here is the deal. Uh, we, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And if you're listening to this at Easter, we wish you a happy Easter Bunny isn't it day we, as well. Isn't it we, we, we fish you, uh, what the hell is it? I'm, I can't think, I can't have this spoof on, we wish you, have, you haven't heard that? No. I'm trying to think of what it is, it's. 
It's from a TV show. Well, I mean, here's the deal. I understand. We're we're trying to rule out this holiday episode, and and we have now like I don't know how many days to to the actual holiday, but like six. Today's fifteenth. Is it on the twenty fifth? Yeah, yeah. Ten days. I guess we got ten days to roll this out, and so we hope this gets to you during the holiday season. I guess we could technically stretch the holiday season to January 1st, because that's well, what people use. When you say happy holidays, see, in my happy mind holidays. anyway, happy holidays mm-hmm. starts at Thanksgiving and goes all the way to New Year's. And when does Kwanzaa start? Is oh, Kwan- Kwanzaa before. Yeah. Kwanzaa is the end of December. Okay, so we got till Kwanzaa. There we go. Yeah, so um, did you find what you were looking for there? Nope. Nope. All right. Nope. So um, we don't exactly know where Violent Night is streaming right now, but or when it's gonna or when no, it's that's gonna. what I was originally looking up. But yeah. it'll probably it'll probably be. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm I'm hoping it will be because I would love to watch it again. Yeah, and I would I would too. Actually, that's a fun one. So I hope everyone has a really safe and happy holiday season wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. This is Nancy. That's Scott. Hope you enjoyed us tonight. However long your holiday season is, yeah. it might be over already. Yeah. Or well, maybe it just, might be over. just getting going. Who knows? Well, we wish you the best. Ho, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. And on that note, thanks, everybody. <laughs>